0: of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm Ramsey Personality George Campbell, joined by author of the new book, Building a Non-Anxious Life, Dr. John Delaney. And we are taking your calls at 888-825-5225. Jump in and let's talk about your money, your life, your relationships, whatever ails you, whatever you're excited about, whatever conundrum you find yourself in. We're here to help you take the right next step. Grayson is in Ontario, Canada. Grayson, what's going on in Canada?
1: Uh it's cold here. <laughs> I figured so, Yeah, it's cold here. So um I'm twenty five years old. Um my take home last year was roughly sixty seven thousand uh gross. I still live at home. I'm a single guy. The only debt I have is my truck. Um I made it this year my commitment to stop spending money on dumb things. So far it's worked out all right. I haven't spent any dumb things today, this year yet. (laughs) It's payday today. And um, I wanna, how do I stop the urge of spending my money on dumb things, number one. And number two is that I'm getting a pretty big settlement within the next uh, two to three months uh, tax-free between $130,000 and $140,000. Um, and I want that money to work for me. I really want to move out of my parents' house and buy myself a house, uh, right now. So that's my question to you. I have zero emergency fund, by the way, I have like $5,000 in the bank. So I want to be- make my uh, financial situation secure.
2: So George going to walk you through the money stuff. I wanted to give you two Uh, bits of wisdom okay number one that's actually my one of my new year's resolutions too stop buying dumb things should be all of america's resolution in canada too even when i budget i just buy dumb stuff so i am a thousand percent with you here's where you're going to get yourself into a lot of trouble this word you use urge how do i get rid of the urge you don't you okay. be disciplined and a grown up in spite of the urge. Hopefully over time with um month after month, week after week, day after day, year after year of new habits and practicing doing something differently, the urge just kind of goes away. Right? Like if I cannot eat gummy candies for 2 weeks, it's I've, I've I've done the data on myself. 2 weeks, I don't even feel the urge to eat them anymore. But okay. dude, that first 2 weeks is brutal. So the goal here isn't like, because here's what you're looking for. You're looking for motivation. You're looking for feelings. It's not going to happen. You're going to be, you're yep. gonna have to choose discipline, the next right action, the next right thing. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, this that totally does make sense. So that means
0: you have to set up systems that are going to help you be successful. And one of those systems is a budget to where you go, nope, that wasn't in the plan. Not doing that this month. If I really want it, I'll put it in the budget for next month and see if I still want it. And usually you go, yeah, I don't even care about it a month from now. It was that urgency and that impulse. I have a note card with me that I write down things
2: I want to buy that I get an urge to buy. Okay. And I then have it, the same thing too now that you're speaking of that. <laughs> if I if I want it in a month, like George just said, if I, if I want it next time I come around to budget cycle time, I'll budget for it. I'm almost okay. positive that of like the seven things I've written down in the first 12 days of January, um, I'm gonna get one of them, and it's a replacement. Yeah. It's something I, I that got lost during travel. Yeah, but so I'm gonna set up a system. I understand.
0: Race I try I'm, to
1: spend my money. I try. I try to look for decent deals when I do. Even when I do want to buy something dumb, but still, I just want to completely waste, stop wasting money on things that I don't
0: need. So part of the way I grappled with this, Grayson, because I remember living at home, I had a full-time job, I was making 16 bucks an hour at the Apple store, and I was, I legitimately was like, I am wealthy. I'm crushing the game, and I would blow every paycheck on more music gear and more discounted stuff through Apple, and I realized later on, I needed some problems at 18 years old, and that looked a lot like moving across the country, renting, and having bills to pay. And I think mm-hmm. you heading into adult life, don't wait, just move out, and then you're gonna go crap. I got to come up with twelve hundred bucks in rent. I can't go blow a thousand on random crap. Or if you're Ontario, you have to come up with one hundred and eighty-five
2: thousand dollars a month for rent, right? Yeah. So if you can't save now, money while yeah. at
0: home with no bills, you're gonna be screwed if you keep up that up in the real world. Yeah. So I'm going to gift you a few things that will help. Like Deloney said, you need some systems in your life. One of those is a budget. So I'm going to gift you every dollar premium so you can get on a plan and go, all right, I made $5,000. I need to spend less than $5,000 in order to keep up my life. And that's going to mean saying no to a lot of things. And if it's not in the budget, then you just don't buy it. And again, that comes down to discipline like John talked about. And John and I actually, we um, co-hosted a lesson in Financial Peace University called Why Spending. So I'm going to gift you that as well to go watch. And that's going to help you understand how your brain is causing you to spend money, how marketers and companies are coming after your money, and get you on a plan to get control of your life again when it comes to spending. And the last thing I'm going to send you is a copy of my new book, Breaking Free from Broke, because I wrote a whole chapter called Spending is Self-Control. And in that, I walk you through a smart spender plan, and there's five questions. Here's the spark notes of those questions. It spells out the word smart. Self-awareness is the first one. Ask yourself this, is this going to add real value to my life? Will it add real utility to my life? If you answer yes, move on to M for motive. Am I buying this for the right reason? Is this just emotional, impulsive, urgency, retail therapy? And if the answer is yes, then we got to pause to that. But if you can say, yes, I'm buying it for the right reason, move on to the A for affordability. Is this in my budget? Can I afford this in full, in cash, right now? If America answered that correctly, Grayson, we would be $0 in debt. And same for Canada, (laughs) right? So if you can say, yes, I can afford it, it's in the budget, move on to the R for research. Is this the best option, the best retailer, the best price? Because I haven't even Googled to find out. We just shopped impulsively and swiped up on the Instagram ad. And so that's going to help you just pause and make a better decision when it comes to that purchase. And if you can say, yes, it's the best option retailer in price, you move on to the T for timing, is now the time to buy it. This comes down to opportunity cost. Grayson's got a car to pay off. So the right time to spend on dumb stuff is not for a long time until you can stomach it when you're debt-free with an emergency fund and you budgeted for it. And then that dumb thing doesn't feel so dumb. It just becomes, oh, I just wanted to buy it and I had the cash. And it's, a, it's a, I spent out of my values and with the right motives can I tell you this brother yeah uh,
2: I have is me being honest I've really struggled to do this on my own and so it it really is um, my wife and I using the every dollar app together so I know when I buy something she sees it immediately it pops up on her phone too um, I need that accountability I wish I didn't but I need that accountability I like that accountability. Um, so yeah. maybe you find somebody maybe I'll have
1: to get my mom to it I'll have to get my mom to get that and she'll be like what the heck are you spending your money on I told you not to
2: <laughs> I mean you're a grown man so maybe mommy's not the right person but somebody in your life who uh, can hold you accountable right maybe it's a buddy maybe uh, George Campbell's hang on the line he'll give you a cell number and you can just call him yeah. just kidding don't do that
0: well you should hang on the line Grayson because we're going to send you Financial Peace University every dollar premium and I'm going to send you the ebook of my new book Breaking Free from Broke so you can get a head start on that before before. before it comes out. Hang on the line, man.
3: You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects, or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself, or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm joined by Dr. John Deloney. I'm George Camel, and we are your host today. You can give us a call at 888-825-5225, and we'll talk about your money and your life. Grant is up next in Columbia, South Carolina. Grant, welcome to The Ramsey Show.
4: Hey, George and John. Hey, how can we help? So I've got a question. My wife and I had been renting the house for like 20 years and the guy was going to do a rent to own And every time I mentioned it to him, he'd never done anything. Well, now he wants to sell the house. And, um, you know, we figured up over the years, we paid $68,000 on the house. <laughs> The house is only valued at thirty four thousand and my wife loves the house. And now he wants to sell it and he wants thirty five for it. Would it be in our best interest to go ahead and spend that extra thirty five thousand and get the house that my wife likes?
0: Do you have thirty five thousand dollars?
4: No. How much do you have? I'll have to get a loan. Well see we just got started with y'all last week. Cool. And so yeah, I'm like fifty six. And I've only got like eight thousand saved up in four hundred one k. What do y'all been and doing? Between uh, living life
0: <laughs> hard. How much money do you guys make?
4: Well, I figured between the two of us, we make seventy five thousand six hundred a year.
0: Okay, that's a little higher than the average <laughs> income in America, so that's good. But I'm wondering what the heck's been going on with that income for the last twenty years.
4: Well, and I sat here figuring it up earlier because you know, y'all talk about budget and everything, so I tried figuring out a budget, and I was coming up with that we spend thirty one hundred dollars a month on our budget, you know, on our on our bills, and that leaves me bleeding out somewhere around two thousand dollars every month.
2: <laughs> That's yep. America, right there, baby. Yeah, yeah, you should work. For, you should. You should run for Congress, man. So. So, and how much what, debt do you have? That's
4: what we're talking about. We need to change. Yeah.
2: Good. Hey, I'm proud of you, brother. Good that's big.
4: We're, we're right at $27,000 in debt.
0: What kind of debt is that?
4: We had two vehicles and a building, a storage building that we bought, and a student loan from where my son was in college.
0: Okay. What's the storage unit for?
4: For me to keep my tools and stuff in.
0: Do you do that for a living right now?
4: Yes, I'm a maintenance technician. Okay. All right. So, what's a, left on these it's cars? Building that We have at home. You know, it's a building that we're buying. We only owe thirteen hundred dollars on, that so we're fixing to pay it off.
0: Okay. And these cars are any of them worth selling? Or are they not worth much? You don't know much.
4: Well, I owe three thousand on a van, and then we just got a jeep a couple of months back, and we owe eighteen thousand on it. Ooh.
0: Okay, that's well, half your mortgage, man. Yeah, I'm confused. How this house is thirty four thousand dollars? Half America, or ninety nine percent, is going
4: where do they? Is make it a trailer? 30? No, it's a house. It's a nineteen. It was built in nineteen forty five. To see, we live in a really low uh, economic area. Yeah. And so, yeah, our house okay. is cheap. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the good for you guys. The good news is you guys can get
0: out of this consumer debt fairly quickly, making seventy five k. The bad news is you're not in a place to buy this house. Okay, it's just going to compound the problem.
4: Well, so we just need to continue renting until we get all of our debt paid out.
0: Yeah, I mean you could make you're making seventy five. You really get on that every dollar budget. You could pay off twenty seven using the debt snowball method, where you list your debts out smallest to largest, make minimum payments on all of them except that smallest one. Is that the storage? Facility for you guys?
4: Yeah, yeah, that's the storage building. We figured we haven't paid off at the end of next month. Hold exactly. on, if you
2: have twenty three thousand and you have eighteen thousand dollars Jeep, if you sold that Jeep, does that knock off most of your debt?
4: Yeah, that would be most of his debt. But I would do that, man. I would
0: do that tomorrow. This is between you and a house. If the car is worth half of the house you're renting, I think you got too much car. <laughs> so you could downgrade to a five thousand, ten thousand dollars car, right? and you're in the maintenance business you i bet you're pretty handy
2: all right so i i want to ask i'm going to ask george a question grant on your behalf but i'm going to ask him okay so i want you to eavesdrop this conversation george we've got real clear principles when it comes to like ratios to buying houses this house is $35,000
0: it's less than most people's cars exactly
2: and so if if grant went and sold his jeep and ended up with $5,000 he pays this thing off next month if he was to go down and get a mortgage for a $35,000 house with a $75,000 income, I mean, he could have this whole thing paid off. I'm wondering, I'm asking you, is there a, because this is such an, like, so far outside the bell curve situation, mm. is there a moment where you don't normally get a $35,000 house? And so if, if he'll have the courage to go sell that Jeep and knock
0: his debt all the way down there, can he go and just buy a $35,000 house? Well, the other issue is there's no emergency fund here. You guys don't have anything in savings? Just like $500. So that's the part that worries me. On a 1940s house, one thing goes wrong. You guys are broke, and you're going to go back into debt to solve this. So I would see if you can work out a deal with this guy and say, hey, listen, give us six to nine months. We're going to pay off our debt, get an emergency fund, and then we're going to buy this house off of you. Okay. How urgent is this sale for him?
4: Um, I'm not sure. I mean, he said he wanted to sell it, but he would. I mean, he's been hanging on to it up. for
0: two decades now while you guys rent it, right?
4: Yeah. And it originally started to be ours. Yeah. This is, the, this is the sad part about it. It originally started to be ours. We we had it, we were buying it and I lost my job and we were getting foreclosed on. Mm. And I was doing work for the man and you know, he saw that I was in a conundrum and he asked me what was wrong, and I told him, so he offered to buy the house. And he was going to sell it back to us. Well, you know, 20 years later. Man.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 like I I'm I, glad you have hope that you can turn this thing around, because John and I believe you do, and you're going to get there. But I would clean this mess up first, man. Get your, like Sell that, the Jeep, get rid of the debt, get an emergency fund real quick. Then if you want to take on, I mean, that, that loan to cover the house, you're going to be paying that off real quick as well. So within a few years, you're completely debt-free, no no house payment. No more
2: payments. And I, I, George, I love the idea of um, Grant sitting down with his landlord and saying, okay, in nine months, I'm going to buy this house from you. So we're going to shake hands on it. And um, Grant and his wife get together and just just hammer out this payoff this dead get rid of this dumb jeep pay now this have thing a, off
0: there's a carrot dangling here. i'm gonna
2: take some extra shifts i'm gonna take my old van i'm gonna deliver pizzas with it whatever i gotta do it in my community um this sounds like it's a very low-income community with thirty five thousand dollars house i'm gonna do whatever i have to do to get this thing knocked out and then get some money in the bank so that i can buy this house
0: yeah i truly see a world in two and a half three years they don't have a house payment they they own no, everything. Debt, no house payment emergency right. fund there i love go. it let's take a quick one here from danielle in Charlotte. What's going on, Danielle?
5: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, My question is, what is the best way to pay extra on a mortgage to pay it off quicker? It's like to make an extra payment mid-month or just pay that extra amount on the principal with my regular monthly payment?
0: I love this question. I'll tell you the way I did it, and that was just to make an extra payment along with my normal payment toward the principal every single month. And okay. try to keep it consistent. Set a goal and say, "Hey, every month we're going to do an extra thousand. Or we're going to do a double the mortgage payment every month, and try to beat your personal best every single month." But there's a lot of TikToks out there about the strategy, and if you do, you know, fourteen extra dollars by the end of the year, you'll have done an extra payment. Don't overcomplicate it. Just throw as much as you can along with your normal payment. If that's on the first, just go ahead and do it on the first. You're not going to, you know, hack the system by doing a, you know, the the extra payment strategies that you see on social media.
5: Okay. How close are you? Uh, We only owe a little under 73. Actually, it's about 72.5 is what we owe on it.
0: Amazing. 11
5: years left on a 15 year mortgage. So I was hoping to get it off sooner.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Crush it. You will get there so much sooner. And that's what I love about the 15 year, Danielle. Worst case, it's under 15. But then you're like, dang, we could do it in 11. You're like, dang, we could do this in seven. With the 30-year, you go, well, we got wiggle room. If we pay it off in 15, that'll be a huge win. <laughs> so I love this aggressive strategy you have to have total freedom. And most people following the Baby Steps, John, we find they do it in seven years on average. Yeah. It's amazing. Just get tired of having it
2: uh, just hovering over you,
0: right? You got a taste of freedom with Baby Step 2, and you're like, let's just keep going.
2: That's right.
3: Love it. Thanks, Danielle. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to the
0: Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John DeLoney, and we've got some guests on the debt-free stage. Bo and Sarah, join us. How <laughs> hey! are you guys? So, We're so, good. so good. We <laughs> needed some pep in our step, We're and you guys so good. are not it. nervous <laughs> at all, right? We are stoked. We're so We're excited, excited to be excited here. To
6: talk to you. Yeah, wow. it's, you good it's an honor. See. See.
0: Where it's are honor. you guys from?
6: Lakeland, Florida. Yeah,
0: Lakeland, near Tampa.
6: Near Tampa. Yeah.
0: sweet. Yeah. and here to do your debt-free scream. How much did you guys pay off? Uh, we paid off
7: thirty thousand dollars in eleven months.
3: Woo! Woo.
6: Love yes. it. Yeah.
7: What was your
0: range of income Excuse during me. that time? Forty nine
6: thousand to one hundred four thousand.
0: Uh, okay. Did someone get a job or a raise? What happened? Yeah. You want to yeah. explain that? Yeah, Sarah.
7: Got,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sarah got a job. So Ooh. we,
7: uh, uh, when we got married, she still had a year of school left of her undergrad, um, and so she worked. Uh, two to three part-time jobs and then I, I worked full-time and I was doing uh, school at night.
0: Wow, so. all right. And so what did you guys study and what are you doing now?
6: Oh, so I work for a nonprofit organization. I'm basically like a guidance counselor for high schoolers in a couple years out of high school. Cool. Um, but it's in our inner city um, of our city that we're from. But I studied biblical ministry and counseling and creative writing.
0: Cool. Yeah.
7: And how about you, Bo? Uh, John, this one's for you. I work in uh, residence life at a college (laughs) in Lakeland. Uh, So I'm on call. I know you talk about being on call, that's me. Uh, I'm also in the Army Reserves. Uh, I did ROTC in college. I, I studied the Bible. I'm um, I'm in school to become a, a chaplain in the Army. So that's yeah. what I'm, that's what I'm working Very on. Very right cool. Now. cool. Yeah. So uh, they flashed your wedding pictures up here. Oh. You went uh, all
2: white shoes. It's a bold choice. I'm actually yeah. wearing those
6: shoes today, you guys. Oh yeah, I that's it was right. A special. Occasion.
2: You guys the same. Uh, size? Y'all share shoes. Okay. I- no. Ah. Oh, she had no. her own pair. Oh, you yeah. had uh, your own pair. I uh-huh. Yeah. I was talking about Beau, but yeah. Way to make it weird, Sarah. Way to make it
6: weird.
0: So, what kind <laughs> of debt was this? Thirty k. Uh, student
6: loan yeah. debt. Yeah, student loan debt, car debt, and a little bit of credit card debt.
0: Just sprinkled on top, and, for some and flare. medical and yeah. medical yeah. debt. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. And eleven months ago, how long have you guys been married?
6: A year and a half.
0: Year and a half. Yeah. So soon into this marriage, the honeymoon phase is over, and you guys are like. We no, they're did. still in it because see, they're holding hands with two we hands. Are. They're Very still mi- super like, and we plan to be. We plan to be. We all
2: did, bro. So. We <laughs> all did. I'm just
0: kidding. Of course you will. Of course you will.
6: All right. All right. Of course you
0: will. But what happened 11 months ago that changed things? Yeah. So we were gifted uh,
7: Financial Peace University as a wedding gift. Uh, so awesome. We definitely had. We had dreams and goals, but uh, to be, you know, rich and all that kind of stuff, but we didn't really know how that was going to happen. But we were gifted financial peace from uh, a former boss of mine, Heather Root. I told her I would shout her out. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're so thankful that she did. So we we went to a church once a week and took the class and um, we were sitting there. We we were so, we're kind of young uh, compared to um, a lot of the people that take the class and and we were sitting there hearing these stories of people who have gone through so much and, and they're in a, a, a really deep hole and, and they were right there alongside us trying to pay off this debt. Um, and so we were encouraged hearing their stories. And, and Sarah and I, like, we want to be um, ridiculously generous and, um, and to be, a, you know, just like everyone talks about here, to be a blessing to those around us, or our family. And uh, we saw this as our, our path. So during during that time, we we started off, um, you know, cutting up the one credit card that I had that I was building credit with. You know, I thought that's what I had to do to uh, make strides in life. Mm-hmm. And Sarah had money set aside. She was much more prudent than I. <laughs> uh, and w- it, during that class, we paid off my car. Uh, awesome. She had about nine thousand mm-hmm. dollars saved up and. And and we paid it off right then. Um, oh, wow. so can I, was, can the I use your story step.
2: as a really important message for everybody, especially younger folks who are just getting married, just entering into the workforce? Yeah. On one hand, you have this picture: we're gonna we're gonna be wealthy, we're gonna do these kind of vacations, we're gonna live in this kind of home. And on the other hand, you work in a nonprofit mm-hmm. and you want to be a chaplain, mm-hmm. right? And so there's this picture of this is these are the jobs we want to do. And this is what we want the end result to look like. And it's not until you sit down in a class. And you're surrounded by people who are 20, 30 years into this, mm-hmm. and they've been making great money, and they're broke. Yeah. And you realize, yes. Right. Oh, my passion, this thing I love doing, is not going to get me to this end result unless we do something drastically different. It, it's just right. choosing. Oh, this is what reality is, right? Yep. Yeah. And that's a, that's a that's a hard thing for most people. Most people don't get it until they're 30 or 40 or 50, calling us desperate.
7: Y'all figured it out really early. Good for y'all, man. It's that's awesome. Short. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we listen to the show all the time. And we hear those stories every day and uh, we hear um, we hear Dave and everybody say um, that a budget is telling your money where to go versus wondering where it went. And I feel like that's been the difference oh, yeah. for us is so many Game of, of our, our friends, people that we know and stories that we heard in that class were just like, you know, I, I don't know how we ended up here, but we're here. Um, but we started, you know, we started off telling it where to go yeah. uh, mm-hmm. versus wondering where it was going. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. What was the most surprising part of these 11 months of sacrifice for you guys?
6: The most surprising part would be how well we work together and how, like, communication really can just be such a. Y'all were talking about how we're still in the honeymoon phase. Like, I genuinely think that we're going to be in that for the rest of our lives, but it's because we're on the same page, not just about our finances, but along with everything in life, but importantly, our finances we hear y'all talk about it all the time financial like pressure and stress is a huge reason for divorce which that's never a plan for us and so we wanted to get to the root of that at the very beginning of our marriage and so um it was so surprising to just be in communication with each other and see how easy it could be if we know that we're fighting for each other we're not fighting against each other we are for each other we we want to give to others and it's all our money it's no one person's money and things like that and just being able to see how much better that works um, I think that was something that surprised me. I was just like, wow, if we're just in communication, I've always heard this is yeah. supposed to be super difficult, but yeah. this is actually fairly easy when we're talking about it every day and we're supportive of each other. And, yeah. and I'm more of the nerd, he's the free spirit, but you know, he lets me lead it sometimes in that. And then I let him lead where he's best. And so communicating about that was surprising to find. This is actually easier than people make it out to be.
0: That's beautiful. And you got some cheerleaders in your life along yeah. the way. There's some weird people in the lobby <laughs> hanging out with you. Yes, yeah, yeah. these are
6: two of our best friends, Ashlyn and Tucker. We're taking a Nashville trip with them this weekend, and so they were super excited to be with us. We're, we love them. They're supportive friends. Supportive that's of that's
0: well, really applaud important. can I plug
7: you on one more thing? Oh, sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and if you have to be watching this on YouTube to, to see it or on, on social media, but on behalf of all of us who never really understood George Camel in those skinny jeans. Thank you for bringing back jeans that uh, Limp Biscuit would be proud of. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my jam, dude. That's, that's my awesome. jam. Thank you. Thank that's you very awesome.
0: much. Thank you for that, John. Had no clue where you were going. Didn't know you were going full uh, jinko on that one. No, he's would out. He looks
2: good. He no, looks they're fantastic. styling.
0: Beautiful couple. We're so happy for you guys. What do you Thank tell you. people the one thing is to become debt free? What's the key?
6: I would say, well... every dollar budget is huge but then also we are believers as you can probably tell so just knowing that all of the money that we have is not ours we are blessed with um you know bodies to work and this money that we've been given and when we steward it well we're able to live with an open hand and so that's one thing that i would want everybody to know is that being a good steward of your money and being a good steward of your finances um really you just see the lord work in amazing ways and yeah yeah wonderful say
0: anything different well, we've got the Living Give box for you guys as our Thank gift you. to you. Baby Steps Millionaires, Total Money Makeover, Financial Peace University. Use it, give it away, bless other people with it, get them on the journey. So proud of you guys. All right, here it is, the moment we've been waiting for. Bo and Sarah, $30,000 <laughs> paid off in 11 months, making forty-nine dollars to $104,000. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, three, two, one, we're debt free! Woo! We're that was cathartic. That was visceral, John. They're hugging. They're kissing. Gosh, what a beautiful picture of they're love. They're wearing clothes that fit. This is amazing couple. Oh, they are heroes. We're so proud of them. And that kind of freedom is available for you, America. Whether you're 25 or 55, it's available. And it is so worth going after. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Dr. John Maloney. Our scripture of the day, Matthew 5, 14, and 15. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Jordan Peterson said, you should be better than you are, but it's not because you're worse than other people. It's because you're not everything you should be. He's got away with words, John. He's very smart. You were on his show. That's I was fun. on his show. He's, it's a he's, great interview.
2: Yeah, and uh, hanging out with him in person is one of the most uh, like the word that comes to mind. It, it people are like, what is one of the most delightful human beings? Mm. Just a uh, very like a joyful, kind presence. And so on. On all of his clips are always very Intense. abrasive and this cerebral intense but just in person just a very lovely guy. People say that about me too behind the scenes. Hey before we take one more call I want to remind everybody George Campbell's brand new book coming out January 16th. That is Monday. This is the last weekend so you're, you're either listening to this live or you're going to get this podcast tonight, sometimes Saturday, sometimes Sunday. This is it. Breaking free from broke. Pre-orders today for only 20 bucks and get a hundred bucks in free bonus items. If you know anything about George, he's always looking for a deal. And so he made one that you can what? 4X, 5X your, your investment here. 20 bucks, and you get a hundred bucks of stuff for free. The last day to pre-order this is Monday. So go get it right now. Go get it right now. Go get it right now. Go
0: to ramseysolutions.com/slash store. S-T-O-R-E good spelling there john i'm excited about it people already have the ebook some people have the physical book they found it in bookstores it got shipped to them early and so it's cool to see it out in the world in real life and people are enjoying it and laughing while learning about money and it's making it simple versus complex for the first time and that was my one goal so i'm excited to uh, to see how it helps people very very cool all right let's get to the phones crystal joins us in portland oregon crystal welcome to the ramsey show
5: Hey, thanks, gentlemen, for taking my call.
0: Sure. How can we help?
5: Um, Well, I don't know how much of a backstory you want, but I'll just shoot off my question and then you guys can answer. Love it. (laughs) Hopefully. Um, It might be a a Dr. D question, but I'm really wondering, how do I get over a poverty mindset when my family is actually doing financially well?
2: How How would you define poverty mindset?
5: Well, um, I guess primarily the fear of not having enough or that my family will be destitute if I lost, lost my job. Um, you know, I, I don't feel like there's really any dollar amount per year or in the bank that will actually make me feel better.
2: Oh, I love that. Um, Good for you. You're right. You're right. So I'm going to ask you a couple of like just really simple yes or no questions. Financially speaking, are you all leveraged to a point where if you did lose your job you yeah, would be destitute. No. Okay. So you know that your body feels one way, but data, the facts of the situation are something else.
5: <laughs> yes, we are we are very fine. <laughs>
2: okay. So here's uh, we don't talk about this very much. So actually what you're talking about um I tend to look at poverty as like an identity, right? It, it's very reality. It's an economic issue, but it's it's a way somebody sees the world. What you're talking about, is a scarcity mindset. There's never going to be enough. There's no amount that's going to fill the 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 bucket that you're trying to fill as a hole in the bottom, right? Yeah. And so, what we don't often talk about this, and it's that's on me. I don't talk about it. Is you're experiencing two things. One, this. I'm assuming you grew up in a, and it was things were were. Was a was a chaos
5: extreme poverty on all forms of um, social services? And my mother would still give our like food stamps away for drugs. That's yeah, right. That's right. Extreme.
2: So you don't have you don't have and I'm talking about in your nervous system. Your body doesn't know relational stability. It doesn't know economic stability. It doesn't know home stability. So all of this stuff is your body is learning in real time. You're changing the oil on the car while you're flying down the highway. Fair?
5: Yes.
2: All right. Here's what we don't talk about enough. You have, after grinding it out, you got out. Fair, Crystal? You got out.
5: Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I am more than I ever thought I would be.
2: There you are. And you used that. It was jet fuel. It got you here. And then there's a scary thing that you never anticipated, and it's that you don't trust you here. You trusted you when you were running, but now that you're here, you don't trust you because you have a disconnect between how you feel and reality. And you're smart enough to know both of them, and there's a huge gap, and you're sitting in the middle of it, and you realize, oh, when I was a kid, those people had this kind of money, not us, not me. And it feels like you're wearing somebody else's clothes every day, right?
5: That's a very good description, yes.
2: Okay. Whew. So I want to tell you a couple of things, all right? Number one, I'm so freaking proud of you. If you were here, I would ask everybody to stop the show and I would ask you permission to give you a hug and I would hold on a little bit past where it was uncomfortable to where it was kind of kind of like, Ugh, <laughs> right? And here's why. I need you to... Understand how you have changed an entire family tree because you said no. And I don't think you fully exhaled yet.
5: Nope. Not yet. <laughs> uh, not
2: yet. If you don't exhale, you're going to run past the finish line through the stands into the parking lot, and then you're going to run into traffic. You're going to get run over. So the habits that got you here. The grit, determination, the scratching and clawing that got you here is going to be the thing that blows up your marriage and has people at work stop wanting to be around you. Okay? That's me just being honest with you because I love you. Okay? So what we have to do here is not beat ourselves up because we don't have the right mindset, not hate ourselves because we don't have character, we don't quote-unquote feel right. We just have to say, all right, sweet. You know what I've never been? A millionaire. (laughs) And now I am. So I'm going to practice these new things. And I'm going to to reverse engineer a new identity. I'm somebody who does really well. I've worked really hard. And I've been blessed. I'm somebody whose family is okay. I'm somebody whose husband's not going to leave. I'm a mom who's never going to trade my kids food for drugs. And then I'm going to exhale because it feels weird to say that. Is that fair? Absolutely. Why is that hard for you to hear?
5: Um, pattern, the length of time, okay. I, you know, it could be a number of things.
2: Okay. This is it, in your nervous system. Be really graceful with yourself. Really graceful. You're, you're, you're so amazing. It's, you can't even see it. You can't even see it. Okay. I'm going to tell you something that has helped me transition from growing up in a house where things were really tough to a very different adulthood. And it's something I learned as from my, not Dave Ramsey, the Dave Ramsey, but my friend Dave, like off air. And it's this idea of ratios. Okay. And when we had nothing, groceries cost X and there was a ratio there. Now we make this much money and the zeros look huge and the size of the house looks huge and the mortgage looks huge. All these things look huge. We're just going to look at ratios. How much do I make? How much do we have in savings? Um, What are we going to spend on this car? What are we going to spend on this meal? What are we going to spend on this vacation? What are we going to spend on taking care of this family at our local church who has nothing for Christmas? The ratios are going to guide us because the numbers, they set off every alarm that we have. Is that fair?
5: Yeah, you're right. I'm a little too detail oriented. <laughs> there you go. And when
2: I, you when you I, sit down to go, I'm going to buy this car and it's fifty thousand dollars. Your body goes fifty thousand dollars, right? And all we're going to do is we're going to feel that. And we're going to go, whoo, yep. Trying to take care of me again. Appreciate you. And then we're going to look at the ratios. I make four hundred fifty thousand dollars. I can buy this fifty thousand dollars, the fifty thousand dollar car. I got cash. I'm good. And I gave away a hundred thousand dollars last year. We're doing great. I'm going to buy this car. See how the ratios will save you as you practice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, Crystal, practice that in your budget. Force yourself, not just to save, but to also spend and enjoy, and to give. Yes. That is going to unlock some magical things if you can learn to be generous and learn that money is not a finite resource. And so I hope that helps. Uh, These are
2: skills to practice.
0: Yes, and it's a practice. muscle you have to continually flex in that budget, and I believe you'll get there. I'm proud, of you, so You're proud, proud of you, Crystal. You're amazing. That puts this hour of The Ramsey Show in the books. My thanks to my co-host, Dr. John Deloney, all the folks in the booth keeping the show afloat, and you, America. Until next time, spend wisely, save intentionally, and be wildly generous.